Welcome to the Front Porch Theology Podcast. My name's Heather, and I'm here with... Will. Let me... How dare we? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm Will. I get confused sometimes. What was that? I don't I don't know. I was just excited. I was trying to move him out the way. I was thinking he's going to get in my way. We're sitting very close together. So, for our listeners, we um, are having technical difficulties, and I'm surprised I even got that word out. Um, we are using two microphones this morning, and uh, Jeremy and Step Will three. are sharing. And so we're like the Jeremy soggy got, bottom boys leaning <laughs> yeah, in. We've already sang the song. It's very true. I'm very sweaty, very soggy, and it's mostly in the bottom. Jeremy so can't remember his name. Disgusting. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get rolling. Um, so thanks, guys, for being here. Um, I think we've buried the hatchet of our um, troubles from the last two weeks, have we? I think we've be- uh, Yes. I didn't know there was a hatchet to bury. You would have if you would have read our messages. He doesn't read anything. So normally I would say that about you. <laughs> You don't even know where your phone is right now to see I, if I've sent you a message. I do know what it is. I do. My, my son has it. My son okay. hasn't let him check on his So, um, how was I thought we were fine. I thought all of us were in a good place. And well, you were really jealous of Pastor whoa, Michael. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not jealous of Michael. You I don't. kind of jealous. No, I'm just upset that I, I was willing on my maternity leave to <laughs> um, <laughs> to break um my schedule and come to meet you all to record a podcast and jeremy's like honestly i don't think we'll probably be able to record until july i said probably and then what do you all do what did you all do you all packed all the stuff up we had recorded in nashville though because you packed all the stuff up like you even said hey baker get the podcast stuff so we can record in nashville yeah like it was it was on a sunday nobody said hey heather we're going to nashville we're going to record podcast i would have been like okay great have fun but no, y'all were like, uh, we, so we can't record till July. We yeah, I just wanted to know, and not after the fact. Right. And then I get an, a picture at like 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah. And the fire that came from my body from anger, from the deception, so, the so lies. So maybe it wasn't supposed to be a surprise for you. We did that podcast for you. Okay. It was, yeah. yeah. We wanted you well, to enjoy it. So. And you accused me of drinking during that podcast. I was drinking I, Dot Pepsi. I still stand by that. You're that judging, looked like red you're wine. You're judging me? The, the Airbnb only had wine glasses. I don't they know that. They had wine glasses I'll and never know glasses. that, William. It was Dot Pepsi. I'll never Baker, know that. Well, don't talk to him, Baker. You're on dot, the list. It was Dot Pepsi. <laughs> you're Baker on the list. You packed up the equipment. Well, given, the, given I'm the only person here who brought you back gifts, right. let me just say it was red wine. See? It was not. It was not. It was not Pepsi. I thought you all were going to try to say you were doing communion or something, and I was no, going to say I was that's drinking not Pepsi. I have a wine glass. No. So, um, listen, guys. Hope you did have a good time at the conference. Hope you were refreshed a little bit. I know there's been a lot going on with the, um, you know, with the putting our campuses back together and everything. Um, it was not of, refreshing. We had to walk two miles to the convention Okay, I don't want to hear you talk about that because you all left Jeremy behind. No. Thank you. Thank no, you. Did not. Yes, you, you did. I had. Yes. I texted said, with him no, so that he would be safe until he got why, there. This is why I didn't read the podcast thread because he was griping about being left behind. We left behind like you're some dispensationalist or something. <laughs> no, what happened was no. we, we okay, drove. Okay, we don't have time for this. All right, Look, quickly. See, we, we drove and he said, it. this is going to be a nice stroll for me. I want to take a walk and just walk through and contemplate but life. But he didn't and say he didn't want so company. Let, 
one of you should have walk, walked with him. There's safety in numbers. No, he. I think no, he, did he said say he, he didn't want to talk. He said he would prefer oh to listen gosh. to his music. That didn't mean he didn't want your company. Yeah, he was very There's antisocial. There's safety in numbers. And so, well, he, you know, we he's trying walk. to get to we a place of health right day. now. He's had a big transition. In his we life walked recently. with him one day. I nearly died. What, one day. It was 96 degrees oh in gosh. Nashville. No, it was 78. It was 78 when we walked. But it was a high of 96 that day. <laughs> It got up to 96. Are you telling me you didn't walk in the 98? Oh, okay, we don't. Listen, have your pants are on fire. Yeah. You liar, know why. Liar, liar, pants that's on what, fire. Because that's what it is. You're a liar, liar. Liar, liar. Listen, I, liar, had good, liar. I had a good walk by myself. I really did enjoy it. I, it would have been nice to have, like, um, Somebody there for safety reasons, yeah. friends with me, but no one came. Um, I did get to meet some very nice people along the way. I bought a man breakfast. Well, that was nice um, Yeah, he was very nice. He was very kind. Did you find me. one of my gifts along the way? No, no. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> that wasn't like sitting around. I just like okay. stole it. No. I was just making sure. Okay. So. Um, are we going to talk about. Yeah, we are in just a minute. These? We are. So um, oh. we're going to kind of change up the, um, the flow of the podcast instead of like, um, you know, instead of talking about the sermons that we've just went over, we're going to kind of go back to the mailbag top uh, podcast, talking about topics and stuff like that. So, um, Does this make you nervous? What? Just like taking questions from people? No, I love you. No, I actually prefer that. So um, since Jeremy sprung this on me this morning that, you know, hey, we're going to go back to topical instead of talking about scriptures, I came ready today, and I've been preparing for weeks to talk about Esther. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I can't can't get it on. That's why trainers have, um, have, or boxers have, like, trainers. Are you going to hit us with these? Yeah. Because I don't know if I want to help you. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm sorry. You're on the right. I'm right-handed. So you're going to get hit first. For our listeners, she's putting on boxing gloves. Yeah, you got to take a picture. Yeah, I got to get this for the socials. (laughs) Okay. So. um, Why do you have boxing gloves? We have a, you a fighter? boxing back. I should be because I'm that angry. I could box it. You like Tybo? But here's the thing: I like have some sort of lung <laughs> or heart problem, and I get out of breath really easy. So like I can go hard for five seconds, and then I'll pass out and die. Oh, um, inhaler. Hmm. Yeah, I've been seeing the doctor about it recently. Thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> so listen. <laughs> well, you look last, very intense. Last week's podcast was really good, guys. I enjoyed it. I listened Thank to you. it on the way up here. I, there was one thing I disagreed with. Michael Meadows does not like that you preach from your iPad. I could tell in his tone and the, yes. his body posture. I agree with that. I agree with that as well. I could tell. Yes. Um, so don't let him fool you. And he, there was some hesitancy when he when you asked him that. Shade thrown at Will Basham. It was totally true. It was. So um, that's the only thing I disagreed I, with. I received that. I, it I, was really I was good podcast. Um, I really liked it. Um, so Esther, guys, you all have been doing a phenomenal job. Uh, we've just start we just started did we finish chapter three yesterday yes okay so um you're doing a phenomenal job i do have one serious complaint okay and this is something that um now i'm being very serious i concede whatever you have to say because you have boxing gloves on so um you know i've i've loved that we've done the book of ruth i love that we're doing the book of esther but i think you guys just assume that because they are books about women that other women think that they're like these great books of the Bible. You've never asked me why I like the book of Esther and why I like the book of Ruth. So I just want to make sure 
uh, that we're on the same page. That uh, I don't think I, now I've only preached one chapter in Esther, and I don't think I mentioned anything about. I don't think I made any sort of remark that oh, the ladies really love Esther. It, I don't think I. It made wasn't any. you, Jeremy. Yeah, I, so you don't have to say that. Let's just say there's somebody here on the couch who's preached a sermon where 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 their mother had to say from the audience, "Stop it." Yeah. So like, okay. So being called out by my mom while I'm preaching. Maybe one of my favorite all-time preaching moments and least favorite at the same time, I think. I can see that. So, Because um, I, w- I was being – it was in jest. It was in but, jest. But my mom um, was like, so, cut it out. So here's the thing, though. I think sometimes that when you joke too much about something that it, like, people think that you may be serious about it. So nobody's ever asked me, hey, Heather, why do you like the book of Ruth? Why do you like the book of Esther? Hey, hey Heather, why do you like the, the book of uh, Esther? Well, here, you know, as they say, the the gloves are off. The gloves now. have come off. Yeah. yeah, I'm calmed down now. I'm not angry anymore. It's, it's bare knuckle fighting yeah. at this point. You're lucky I didn't wear so my. So why brain. do you, why do you like? Lucky I didn't wear my. Why brains. do you like the books of? Ruth so Nassim? as a woman, um, so I don't. I don't like that they're considered heroines. Um, I, you know, I think there's a lot of other women in the Bible that you can look at as, you know, they had much like Rahab um, has a wonderful story. Um, she comes from the lineage of Jesus. I mean, it's pretty amazing how uh, God redeemed her and her story. Um, as a woman, I like to know, I like to get to know people and I like to, when I know their story and I can relate to it in some way, um, like it makes me it makes me like them more. It makes me, so, you know, I think Esther and Ruth are two women in the Bible who just happen to have books of the Bible named after them. So now I'm not going to say that all women are the same way that I am, but I think that there are a lot of women, especially in our church, who feel the same way that I do and probably could explain themselves a whole lot better. And I think it almost gets borderline offensive and disrespectful when you keep carrying on about, okay, let's not get excited about the Esther and Ruth Bible study. So so some of this comes from uh, a real problem, though, that does exist, that some have gotten even offended, very offended, that um, we've called Esther and Ruth sinners. Um, But I will say this. There is a... uh, I don't think I've ever asked a man what, why he likes a particular Bible or a book of the Bible. I, I, I think the reason, and maybe this is what you're alluding to, I think that— Why would you? The majority but, of the but, Bible but, but, is about men. It's not, though. It's about Jesus. And so— but, I, and, Okay, but the majority of the books of the Bible are named after men. Sure, but to me, that's irrelevant. I, I, I don't know why—to me, that I, I don't see why that matters if the theme of it is not about promoting— men over women or, or if the theme of it is a redemptive so story I of get, Jesus. I get all of that. Yeah. I do, 100%. And it wasn't until I started coming to New Heights Church yeah. where the Bible kind of changed for me in a very good way. Um, a, a lot of my faith and relationship with God changed in a very positive way from how I was raised. You have to look at the culture that we're yeah, in. Um, most of the people, and well, you you can attest to this, the, the area you grew up in, most of I mean, nobody has preached through the Bible. Nobody has taught people that, you know, judges. I, I did a Bible study on judges last last year um, that Jen Wilkin wrote. A beautiful, like, I've never looked at judges as a beautiful book in the Bible, but it's a beautiful book in the Bible, and it all points back to Jesus. And I love that. I 100% love that. And I'm, I'm having my eyes open to that. And I'm, that's why I'm, I love that we're going through Ruth and Esther because it, it shows me how it's all woven together. And, like, it's this big blanket that says Jesus. You know what I mean? Um, but I think that it it almost like discourages women whenever you when you you know 
because this is a moment like this is a book that we like that we can relate to um, where you're looking at one woman's like sins she because they are sinners you're looking and you're able to see that there are normal people just like Job uh, just like Jonah just like you know Jonah who was disrespectful and ran away from God's call um, like you're able to truly see because we don't get to see we don't get to see all of Rahab's story. We don't get to see all of Mary Magdalene's story. Like we're given bits and pieces of it, but we're kind of given this bigger, broader view of Esther and Ruth. And um, it's a beautiful thing because women, that's how women relate, like getting to being able to get to know each other and, and know each other's stories. Yeah. So I think, I think what is powerful about it. And again, this is also what I think you were alluding to is that, that it's told in a narrative. And so I think narratives are really powerful because unlike, let's say Philippians, um, or First Corinthians, where it's a letter addressing something, mm-hmm. um, which I think sometimes maybe men are attracted to, or certain men are attracted to, because it's instructions, like boom, 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 yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Versus a story being told um, in a narrative that's that is you're you're learning about these individuals, a hundred percent. And yeah. so I, th- I think that's I think that's what's so powerful about it, and why. And by the way, I love I love how the Lord uses different literary devices and styles, whether absolutely, it's yeah, different. Songs, Genres yeah. of so, yeah, so I of actually learning. tend to like and are drawn to stories, and, and maybe maybe this is the um, so I think brains work differently. There are some people who like th- usually it's categorized as men and women, though I don't think that's fair. Um, you, there are some brains that are much more about. Uh, they, they, they focus on things and they focus on how things are put together. And then there's uh, people who are focused more on um, your brains that are that are focused on people. So typically women um, have a brain that's more about people, whether it's nurses, uh, teachers, that's right. why they dominate these fields. Um, now, I think I think both of us are probably more involved with people because of the fields that we pick. So our brain tends to lean that way. But when I, th- I think that that's why certain like stories have narratives that tell a story about people. It's not just about things and a systematic theology. This is why I think women are drawn to these stories uh, in the way that they're told. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just it's just it's interesting and I, and it's something to appreciate. Um, and we could go on and on about because I, I, I you, you brought up something that I kind of want to talk about later, maybe even off the mic. Um, that I think uh, something a way that we both you and I can appreciate, and I say you and I, you and Will, um, that we can appreciate maybe the perspective of of a woman saying, "I really relate to Esther and and Ruth," and it really has to do with race, and we can get to that. We'll do talk about that off the mic because it will be something to, interesting to bring back. Yeah, that will be interesting yeah. off the mic. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think with um, with Esther and Ruth, I, what I want to guard against is um, selecting things based on gender rather than no. I understand right agree because you know so, what I, I would say for every person for every woman who feels like me, there's at least two or three yeah. who are like she did this. You know, right. look at this, how awesome. And so, so I know that there are women out there mm-hmm. like it, but I also know that especially in our church, there's a lot of women who are in the same boat that I am. And like, you know, I just wanted to fight you. That that meme I shared well, where, you know, if I punch my pastor up on stage and I get $5 million, like, I, yeah. you know, no, I, w- I would never do that. And I think most people know. Well, <laughs> $5 million you would? That's yeah. I said, well, listen, I said I'd do it for free. So, um, but I got called you, out for being you disrespectful. You did get called out by somebody, yeah. Um, to my Never pastor punch the and, man of God. Is uh, yeah, <laughs> it's disrespectful to the pastor and woman, to God. Really, just any anybody. Right. Was a woman calling me? Well, I received that, Heather, and I will dial back my joking about 
about the women. Yeah, I cho- I nearly choked to death after you said the last <laughs> joke when you called me oh, out gosh. on the stage. Had you not been preaching, I would have spit coffee all over your head. Oh man, yeah, I would have. I, I nearly died. All right, I will behave um, myself, Heather. No, it's it has been a really good book. I so. You know, I know I say this a lot to you all, um, and I really do mean it. We've got 15 minutes. Um, I know I, I really mean it, and I hope you all can truly hear it and receive it. Like, the way you all, the style that you all preach, um, the way we're going verse by verse, um, I think uh, it, it kind of take us into our top, our, we're, we're going to, um, we're going to put our next topic on the back burner till next time, and then we're going to do a mailbag question in just a moment. But um, if, if that's the case, I, w- I wanted to bring up the racism thing again before you asked the question. But you, so so it was, you said, given that you know, I'm, I mean, I look to women in the Bible. Now, obviously, you know the stories about Jesus, but it makes it more relatable. Now, I think you and I are more sensitive to this as it pertains to race. Uh, and, and or may, maybe not, I don't know. But I look at I look at someone in I look at like history. I, so I, I've had a lot of students, or I've had students who, who um, who are not white, right? And so when I look at when they look at history, they are they are inspired by someone who has a shared experience yeah. as they do, and they 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 cling to that. That's not to say that they don't value other people in history, but there's a shared experience. There's something okay. There's real, there's something they can relate to. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's. And, and so and so anyways, I, when you said that, for some reason, it clicked in my brain. I'm like, okay, I, I understand that because I think I'm more sympathetic with that when it comes to race because um, I've, stu- I've had students who, who, have, who have that, who share experience with someone in history. That's who they, they like or whatnot. And so biblically, I mean, I, c- I could see that too. A woman having – saying, okay, as, as a woman, there, there, there is some sort of shared experience there that maybe is more relatable. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm curious what you, what you think about that. Yeah, so I, I agree with that. I think the um, the danger would be if I make my race the central interpretation to Scripture or if I make my gender the central interpretation to Scripture. Yeah, that's good. Um, like I've heard women say, um, well, we, we can't learn from the story of Job, let's say. Um, we see Job's faithfulness, but but he was a man, and I'm yeah. a woman. How can I learn from that? Well, that's crazy. Yeah, that's it's crazy, crazy to think that I couldn't learn from Esther's experience as a man. Because then, how could Jesus be our savior if he's exactly. a man? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah, right. that's 100%. And so, and so to say that, um, all right. So you you see, like a in the scope of world history, you see the Jewish people being a racial minority, and so. Um, other other minority races can identify with that and learn from that and and might even lean more into that. But to say that white people can't can't understand you know the Jewish uh, yeah. the Jewish traditions good, or yeah. experience God God's word transcends all of that. Yeah. And um, and His word reveals who He is more than it reveals who we are. And so and it's actually we find who we are by learning more about who He is. And so. Um, not that you throw those things out. You, you obviously you read the Bible as a woman. You read the Bible as a man. You right. read the Bible as whatever race you are. But um, but you don't make that your first primary lens in which you interpret the Bible. It kind of you know it, it comes back to that dying of yourself. Um, mm-hmm. You you have to like put aside like all your personal <clears throat> things and like make Jesus the center of it. And I that's good. Go ahead, Jeremy. Uh, so it, it's kind of going. Because it, it's it's inevitable. You because we're humans, you take your yeah. e- externals and experiences, and, and naturally you're going to. It's going to give you a preference of something. So I think of like uh, pre-slavery. Like one, obviously, uh, slaves weren't allowed to read the Bible. They weren't allowed to learn how to read. But the, but the book that that was the favorite book of of many slaves was Exodus. 
Now, why? Because you have a you have a racial minority who's enslaved, in this in this freedom, this bondage given, or this freedom from bondage, and so this is this is why, right? So not they weren't necessarily looking at someone with a similar race, but at least with a similar shared experience. And so I, I think it's just it's natural. And I, that's not a sinful thing to do that. Um, that's something that was deeply relatable, and therefore they they loved it. I mean that that was a book that they they clung to, and as you know. And I think we can do that. Uh, you know, that's not just that's not just the Bible, too. I mean, especially like Christian authors and things like that. You know, we've talked about how um, as as men, you all cl- not on purpose. And, you know, Jeremy, you actually said this earlier that challenged you to like, um, you know, kind of cling or lean toward reading male authors. You know, I lean toward reading female authors mm-hmm. just because I think the style and the way like I think the way that our minds are and what, how they're wired, like you all can relate more to like how a man writes. And I, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and sometimes you'll get this one off where like, I'll be able to enjoy this book that a man wrote. That's really awesome. You know? Um, and I'm sure you all feel the same way about the women's books that you all read. Right, William? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, they're um, busting on me for not reading enough female authors. Earlier. I'm gonna bring you some books, okay? I'm gonna I don't read as much. I'm gonna also. gift you. It is some of these you. some of these books are bussin' bussin'. Okay, they are bussin' bussin'. And by you by you not shoes yeah, by you not reading, you're being very don't. Gucci. No. Chuggy? Chuggy. Oh. <laughs> Even the way I said that, Chuggy. Yeah, and you said shoosh also <laughs> instead of sheesh. Okay. We learned some youth phrases oh, while we were in Nashville. Oh, in Nashville. Okay, I yeah. thought it was the camp you all did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Full, oh. And the camp. Was it the friend Everything. that came with you all? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. thing you weren't invited to. Yeah. We learned some. I appreciate the pictures. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you could live vicariously the, the, through the, the pictures. The gifts that were brought back to me. Yeah. Um, no, so I think we'll just we'll leave the mailbag question for next week if you are okay with that. Oh, um, I'm totally okay with that. So uh, next week our mailbags our, make me nervous. Okay, well our episode next week will kind of um, follow up with a, a podcast that Will and Jeremy and Michael Meadows did in Nashville. Um, he they talked about um, the the efficiency of scripture, right? Sufficiency. Suffi- oh, sorry. Um, yeah, sufficiency of scripture. So we're going to be talking about how to actually read the Bible. Um, and I love how um, some of the things that we've talked about today will lead into that. So um, if you have any questions, you can uh, either reach out to me with your questions. Uh, we'll do mailbag each week. We're going to kind of have a topical um, episode each week. It's pouring the rain, and you're going to have to drive back in that. I'm sorry. I have an umbrella or two. Umbrellas don't work real well on I motorcycles. I mean, you could try. You could try. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They don't work very well at all um, on motorcycles. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. I got distracted too. Um, but so next week we're going to talk about uh, how to read the Bible, and we're going to be talking about eschatology. Is that right? No. No. Hopefully not. <laughs> what are we talking about? So, no, it's just about how exit re- Jesus. Uh, yeah, exit Jesus. Exit uh, Jesus. Uh, okay. See, I, I I knew how to say it before yeah. I heard you say that on the podcast, and now I can't say it yeah. right now. Yeah. No. No. It, yeah. It's it's yeah. How to read the Bible, and and I, I'm hoping. Let's not talk about eschatology. No, I don't I've just, talk about I've that. just remembered what that is. Yeah. yeah. No, thank Let's you. Don't. Um, okay. So, uh, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Oh, that was good. Wow. That was good. Oh, ending. let me let me take a line from Jeremy Berry. Peace be with you. There you go. That was great. That was even better.